Today on the show, we're talking all about outdoor activities for the visually impaired. This is Life After Sight Loss Radio, Episode 54. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. Hey, if you're new to the program, welcome aboard. This is the place where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos. We talk emotional support, relationships, technology, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week. We are going to have a great time. You know, it's getting warmer outside, so we're going to talk all about some outdoor activities. I got some tips, some advice, some suggestions. We're going to hit a coaching corner all about learning to, you know, stick up for yourself with your sighted supporters. And I've got a great story about uh, using Ira and how it helped me in a situation most recently and how great it was. So all that's coming up on the podcast is going to be chock full of great stuff. Before we jump into everything, as always, just a reminder that you can find today's show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 054. Those show notes include links, information, ways to subscribe, and stay connected. So make sure you hop on over and see those show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 054. You know, we love our sighted supporters. I mean, for the most part, anyway. (laughs) We love them. I mean, because most of the time, they're so helpful. They really want to help. They want to be there for us emotionally, physically, mentally. They just want to really support us. And we love them for that. But sometimes it can be a bit difficult to know What is the best way to, you know, share what you need with your sighted supporter? How do you say, you know what, that's a little much? For example, if you've got somebody that's grabbing and dragging, you know, like, oh, look out for this. It's like, how do you say, I I got it, you know, let me be independent here. And maybe it's hard for you because you don't know how to be independent. I think the reality is that if these people really love you and if they're supporting you, depending on what situation they're in in life and where they're at and how they understand and all that sort of thing, I think the the truth is we need to be honest and open and share with them, hey, here's some great ways to support me. Now, I've talked about this on the podcast, even on videos before, but you have to know what help you need so that you can share that with those people. You know, you can say, here would be a good way to help instead of grabbing me or whatever the case was. You know, this instead of this, you know, that sort of thing. So I think it's just an important point to say, hey, this is this is how I need help. And I think it's important for us to really gain that, I don't know if you call it backbone, but just that courage to say, here's what I need. And if they're doing something that's a little bit uh, not helpful, shall we say, then it's important to step in and say, you know, that's that's not really helpful for me. I know you're trying to help and I get it, but it's not really all that helpful. But again, we want to support our sighted supporters. We even did a podcast about that a few weeks ago, and it's important, but we need to make sure everybody's on the same page. They know what's going on. They understand it. You understand it. And it's important for everybody to be on that page together. So just today, I wanted to give you that encouragement that if something's going on, be open, be honest, and know what you need so that you can share it with those wonderful sighted supporters around you. 
You know, maybe you're saying, hey, I get it, but I'd love a little help with what to say and how to say it. Maybe you need help with that or something with uh, emotional support or relationships or technology or whatever else it might be. I would love to walk beside you on this journey of sight loss wherever you are inside of it. So visit my coaching page. Links, as always, in the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 054. And I'd love to start a coaching relationship with you today. Yes, the sun is starting to come out and the the weather's getting a little bit better and now it's time to break up those sunglasses and open those windows because it's time to go outdoors. Now, maybe you live in an area where it's always sunny and beautiful. And to you, I say, uh, how dare you? (laughs) No, really, maybe you live in an area where it's always sunny and you're like, oh, this this is not new to me because it's sunny all the time. Maybe you're in an area where the sun's starting to come out and that's great. No matter where you're at, we're going to talk about some outdoor activities today because as I've said before, sometimes the outdoors can be a bit scary. They can be a bit like, oh, I'm not sure about this because they're unpredictable. You know, you have uh, all kinds of things like sticks and bugs and things that aren't supposed to be there. <laughs> like, what's going on? So it can be a bit like, I'm not sure. But it can be so great to get outside, to play around, to enjoy time with your family. And today we're just going to talk about a few of those activities. Now, these activities are not like diehard things. They're just things that you can enjoy. You don't have to do any of them specifically. You can change them up. You can try them all. Whatever it is, this is just an opportunity for you to know hey, I can go outside, I can enjoy this, and I'm going to give you a few tips, some advice, and some suggestions on some outdoor activities. So let's jump into some of those right now. All right, so the first thing on the list is sports with a ball. Sports with a ball. Now that sounds weird. But sports with a ball, things like basketball, soccer, maybe kickball. And you might be saying, how am I going to play basketball? I can't even see the goal. Or how am I going to play soccer? I can't, if it kick, if it's kicked to me, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Uh, they do make basketballs and soccer balls and things like that. And even like kickball type balls that have either beeping inside of them or bells that make noise. So you can know where they are, especially if the soccer ball is coming towards you. You can get that audio cue and be like, Oh yeah, there we go. So uh, places like Maxi Aids. Uh, make great things like this. And so they're great ways to go out and stay involved with your family, your friends. You know, they're doing something. And it's like, yeah, I can do that. Now, obviously, if you're playing basketball, make sure your family's not chucking the basketball, you know, passing it to you. A lot of times in my family, I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Um, you know, my my family's good about it. But if we have friends over or they have friends over that don't know, they'll be throwing the ball at me. And, you know, so it's just nice to have that audio cue. And I think that's a really great way to do it because going out and kicking the ball around around and playing kickball and running the bases, you know, it can just be great. You know, you could have people standing at the bases saying, hey, you know, first base, first base or whatever. However you want to make that audio cue is a great way to do it. Maybe they could just set up a beeper like a a noise or something like that. And it's just a great way to do it. I mean, there are things called uh, uh, games called beatball where they go out and play beep ball as you know the things are beeping and so it's a we we have so many ways to adapt things so the first suggestion i would make for you is you know try to play that game where you play with a ball now another thing you could do is maybe you're playing in dark grass get a very light colored soccer ball and that way you can get good contrast same thing with a kickball something like that good good contrast if you have some limited vision but there are great ways to make sports with a ball accessible so make sure to give those a try 
Next up on our list is bike riding. Now, if you've never ridden a bike, this might not be the greatest time to go out and just try it, you know, right off the bat. But if you've ridden a bike, it's just like riding a bike. And I think we've talked about that before. But there are great accessible ways to do that. The first thing that comes to mind is a tandem bike. Having a two-seated bike, you know, your sighted uh, partner, sighted friend, whatever, can sit on the front and you can sit on the back and pedal with them. And that's a great way to do it. And I've ridden with my wife like that before. Just make sure, you know, you've practiced a little bit because those bikes are a little longer and, you know, it takes a little bit getting used to. But it's a great way to do it. Also, if you're going to bike ride, maybe you can go to an area like a parking lot or something that's very open, maybe a track, and just ride around on that so that you have a big open space and you can get some boundaries and you know stay close to those sort of things. Because riding a bike is a lot of fun. It gives you exercise and works your balance because sometimes when you're visually impaired, your balance is all thrown off. I know that I tend to wobble side to side and maybe you had that same problem. So riding a bike can help with your balance. You know, And it's just a great time. It almost gives you that sense of driving whenever you can't drive. It's not perfect, obviously. But riding a bike is a lot of fun. So take those suggestions and get out, you know, and try bike riding. Next up, we're going to talk about swimming. Now, swimming is one of those great things where you don't have to have a lot of sight just to get in and splash around a little bit. Now, I know for me, going to a pool can make me nervous, especially when my kids are there because I can't see where they are and I'm kind of wondering, are, are they underwater right now? Are they drowning? I don't know. Clearly, they can't answer me if they're drowning, so it's difficult. So I think swimming can be, you know, a little bit scary if you're visually impaired, but it can also be a lot of fun. You know, if you got older children or if you've got a sighted person with you who can watch those little kids, you know, that's helpful. But, you know, maybe you have a pool in the backyard. Maybe you got a friend's house that's got a pool. Maybe you got a lake, whatever it is. And you just get in that water, splash around a little bit. You can, you know, find out the sort of boundaries of the pool, swim some laps. It's great exercise in general. Plus, if it's like a thousand degrees outside, what better feeling is there than jumping into that cool water, splashing around, you know, getting wet, just like, ah, this is great. Uh, Make sure not to get sunburned. But swimming can be a lot of fun. So make sure that if you're going with little kids, you got that sighted support there. But if you're with people that, you know, it's just you and your adult friends or uh, whatever the case is, just have a great time. Splash around, swim around, dunk your friends. Swimming is a whole lot of fun. As long as you take the right sort of preparedness and precautions if there is that to be taken. But And I think it's important to do that because you don't want to be focused on that all day at the pool. You know, if you go to a water park or something, you don't want to focus on that. But I will say this, swimming can be a whole bunch of fun. Next up, and this is one that my family really likes, and that's fishing. Now, maybe you're not, you know, real outdoorsy, and maybe fishing isn't really your thing, but fishing is a lot of fun. You know, you go out, maybe you go to a dock, maybe you go to a lake, uh, whatever the area is close by, even just a small pond, it doesn't really matter. You know, you cast it out, you're spending time with your family, maybe you catch a big one. You know, it doesn't take a whole bunch of sight just to cast it out and reel it back in. I know for me, I'm not a, I'm not an amazing fisherman, but I'll go out there, you know, throw the thing in, reel it back in, and sometimes I catch, sometimes I don't. But my son's out there with me, and he's a really good fisherman, and so he'll joke around with me, and you know, I'd, sometimes I'll say, hey, fish, come here and do this, and he's like, this isn't how it works, Dad. We just have a good time because we're outside, we're enjoying the weather, the breeze off the water's out there, and again, it doesn't take a huge amount of sight to cast the thing out and reel it back in. Now, sometimes it might be difficult to um, you know, put something on the hook, but I always encourage you, uh, find the line and work your way down slowly to 
towards the hook so that you're not stabbing yourself in the face or in the finger or anything else. Uh, you know, if you have to get the fish off there, go slowly so that you're not, again, stabbing yourself or cutting yourself on the gills. Uh, you know, there's just precautions you take. You do it a little slower. You make sure you're very specific with your moves. But other than that, I mean, fishing can be a lot of fun. So find somebody in your family or just go on your own and enjoy that time being outside, nature, water, all that good stuff. Fishing can be fun. Next up, we've got things that I would call maybe just like, I don't know, yard games or things you play with, you know, at your house or whatever. Uh, things like horseshoes, things like a cornhole. If you've never heard of that, it's basically like you and three of your friends are standing opposite of each, you know, two on one side, two on the other, and you've got these wooden pieces or plastic pieces with holes in them, and, you know, you're tossing beanbags at them, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, Maybe even something like a slip and slide in your yard, especially if you have a hill. That can be a bunch of fun. Uh, So some of those games aren't very difficult at all. Now, your sight may not be great, and you may not have great aim, and it might be a little difficult to get the horseshoe around it, but uh, for me, I know that I have had my friends be there with me. They're like a little to the left, a little to the right, stand forward, you know, and they give me those directions, and I've noticed after, you know, when you first play it, it might take a little bit away, but after you play it, you just you forget that, and your friends just tell you a little to the right, and they laugh, and you have a good time. You know, I mean, I know my daughter. We played this game we bought, and it's got these three uh, mesh bag thing or uh, you know pockets you kind of throw bean bags or horseshoes into. Uh, and so when we're playing it, you can get one, three, or five points. So we'll throw it. And my daughter goes zero zero, you know, if I'm not making it, you know, she'll be like three and then she'll count the points or whatever. And she just automatically does it at this point. And it's kind of fun when she'll yell like zero because then it becomes part of the game as opposed to just simply telling me the points I made, you know, so you, you kind of work in that. And so my wife will be like little to the right, little to the left, whatever. And, and, you know, we just joke around when I clearly throw it way over the thing. They're like, whoa, you know, what are you trying to throw it to the neighbor's yard? And again, it just becomes part of the game. You just have a good time. You'll make your own jokes or whatnot. So some of those games can be great. So you can go to your local like hardware store, probably Walmart, wherever, pick up games like horseshoes and cornhole. And, you know, like I said, even a slip and slide and slip and slides can be great. Just watch and be careful. If you have limited sight, you know, just be careful that you're not, you know, sliding down the grass instead of the slip and slide, you know, so just, you know, prepare yourself and be ready for that. But things like that can be so much fun playing in your yard, getting the family out there and having a good time. Next up, something that a lot of people do for recreation is just something like running, jogging, walking, you know, finding a place where you can just do that for exercise. Maybe you can walk around your neighborhood. I know my neighborhood now has quite a bit of sidewalks. In fact, they have sidewalks everywhere around my neighborhood. And so I can just walk on sidewalks. Uh, I can get that and get my blood pumping and I don't have to do anything overly specific. You know, maybe just the cane and I'm I'm ready to go. Uh, Maybe you want to find a track and you want to run around that track so that you know where you're going. There's no sticks. There's no, you know, dogs going to run out and kill you or whatever. You know, you just find that, that nice jogging pace or whatever. It can be a lot of fun just being outside, the wind running through your hair, and there's not a lot of accessibility that goes on there. You can pop in your headphones. Um, you know, if you're in a neighborhood where there's cars and stuff, I encourage you to use something like um, bone conducting headphones or, you know, AirPods that let sound in a little bit. That way, if the car is coming behind you, you know, you're not getting run over when you just <laughs> walk into the street. You know, have take safety precautions obviously but if you're on a track or something you can pop in those headphones just go to town running having a good time and again not only are you outdoors enjoying that environment but you're getting the blood pumping exercising and that's always a good thing 
And finally, guys, this one maybe involves a little more preparation on your part and your family's part, but traveling to different places. And this could be as simple as walking down to the park. This could be heading off to a zoo. This could be a day or weekend trip to an amusement park. But there's all kinds of wonderful things outdoors that you can do. You know, you go to the park with your family and you slide down the slides and you swing or whatever. You climb the stuff. Maybe you go to the zoo and you interact with different animals. Now, some people would say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go watch animals at the zoo. Well, Well, yeah, I understand that, and sometimes you have to have your sighted supporters tell you about it, but there's lots of cool things you can do. Maybe you feed the birds, maybe you get to pet a giraffe, you know, who knows? Depends on what zoo is close to you, obviously, but there are activities that you can do at the zoo, and sometimes, especially if you have kids, just hearing their excitement can be enough. So, you know, going to the zoo, something like that, even like an amusement park, you know, where you go ride rides, and you eat funnel cake, and you gain 50 pounds, even though you walked around all day. I don't know how that happened, but you just have a really good time. And some of that stuff isn't so much sight-related because riding a roller coaster, you don't need sight to ride it. Now, we'll say this. Sometimes it makes me a lot more nauseous than my family because close your eyes on a roller coaster and see what happens. But we have a great time. And again, maybe it's a water park. Maybe it's a theme park. Whatever it is, you can have a really good time. Being prepared is always a good thing when you're doing these kinds of things. Things like, you know, taking your lunches or packing snacks is part of it. But also, you know, taking things that you have. Maybe you need your cane. Maybe you need certain sunglasses, you know, just different things like that. And, you know, getting a a plan for the walk around, like how big is the zoo? How big is the park? And what things are there? And and what things might be an obstacle? And, you know, planning ahead is always important when you're traveling to new areas. Even if you've been to that zoo 10 times, always say, you know, hey, I'd like to do this. What would be the best way to do it? And and is that going to work this time? And hey, I'd like to see that show. Do you think it'd be a problem describing it to me? You know, that sort of thing. Just planning ahead. That way you're not getting in a fight when your uh, spouse is having to deal with the kids. You have no idea what's going on with the show. (laughs) Just planning ahead is really, really good. But traveling, going places, being outside, it's a whole bunch of fun. All right, guys. So there's just a few suggestions for you for some outdoor activities. And I got to tell you, I'm not really a big outdoors person. I don't necessarily like to go hiking and camping and all that stuff all the time. But, you know, recently, uh, because the sun's been coming out, you know, I walked down to the park with my daughter. Uh, we played in the yard. We've got the water behind us now, the lake where we can fish. I got a little paddle boat out there. It's just a lot of fun to be out there and just get like a, a change of scenery from your house. I mean, we sit in the house all day day long a lot of times because we can't travel. And so if you can get outside and get that blood pumping and get that vitamin D or B or A or whatever vitamin the sun gives you, you know, you you could just really feel better and enjoy yourself. Taking the right precautions and be prepared is important, but it's also just as important to get out there and have a good time. So take these suggestions and others and get outside and enjoy yourself. So last week on the podcast, we talked about my first week as an IRA explorer. If you want to know more about that, if you didn't get a chance to listen, it's obviously in the feed, but I'll put a link in the show notes for this week. But I talked about IRA and all about it and, and what it was, and I wanted to share a quick IRA story with you guys. So... 
The other day, I walked down to the park with my daughter. Now, I didn't have the glasses. All I had was my phone with me, and I wasn't even planning on using Ira. I was just walking down to the park. My new neighborhood has a little bitty park for kids, and we play a little bit. But behind that is a church that has a playground. And so you just walk through these trees, and you can play on the church play- playground. So it's a lot of fun. Well, I'd never been to this playground. It was all new, and they had a whole bunch of stuff. It was a really nice playground, i got to say. But they had a bunch of stuff, and I was like, oh, my gosh, okay. So my daughter's there, and she ends up playing with another little girl, and they're having a good time, and, you know, it's perfectly fine and no worries. And I've done that many times before. You know, we'll be playing, and, you know, if I call out to her, she'll call out to me, let me know where she is. They're really good about that. But I thought, you know... I wonder if I can use Ira in this situation. So what I did was I called Ira up. I got a wonderful agent named Emily. And first I had Emily take a picture of my daughter so that they could put that on file and say, oh yeah, if I get a new agent, they'll know what she looks like. So she described what my daughter was wearing, you know, and so I knew that. And then she just helped me track her around the playground. Now you might think, well, that seems kind of odd just watching your daughter, but she would tell me the things she's doing and the fun she was having and the little, you know, game she was playing with this little girl that she just met and it was awesome and then at one point there were these monkey bars that were so low my daughter could reach them without having to take her feet off the ground and so she was kind of laughing about that well then the agent tells me oh now she's picking her feet up oh now she's going backwards on the monkey bars and my daughter loves the monkey bars for some reason she just thinks it's so awesome when she can go across them she's fascinated by that so the agent says now she's going backwards and she helped track her as she's going backwards and she said okay she's going she's going oh she made it all the way backwards and so then i was able to say yeah because my daughter got down and i heard her say across the the playground i did it and i said that's great you went backwards and she was like yeah. And I, I asked her later, I said, were you surprised I knew you went backwards? She was like, yeah, I was. Because in that moment, I was able to say, hey, that's awesome. That's great. So it was just wonderful. And it was a great experience to have that and to be involved in the moment with my daughter. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. Ira is such a great service. If you want to know more about it, I'll put links in today's show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 054. And of course, you can go back and listen to last week's episode if you missed that and it'll talk all about Ira in my first week as an Ira Explorer. So it was a great time. So pleased. Shout out to Emily, the agent, and what Ira does because it was just awesome. Well, we are coming into the last turn of the podcast here. And as always, guys, I love to hear from you. Feedback is so great, so awesome. Whether you have questions, comments, whatever, I love hearing from each and every one of you. Maybe you've got a thought about some outdoor activities that you've done, maybe some suggestions for other people. Maybe you've got questions about the things we talked about today. Whatever it is, I want to hear from you. And you can do that a few different ways. First of all, you can email me, Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. You can send me a tweet at the Derek Daniel, or you can leave me a voicemail. And the number to do that is 31. 31- 7-721-1027. My apologies to all my international listeners. That is not a working international number, but if you'd like, you can always record yourself and email it to me, and I will be able to use that as well. But again, that voicemail number, 317-721-1027. Leave a message. I'll feature it on the podcast. Questions, comments, or you just want to say hi, I love hearing from each and every one of you. So send me that message, and let's have a great time conversing. 
And as always, just a few housekeeping items here at the end of the podcast. If you haven't gotten a chance to subscribe, make sure you do that. That way you won't miss another single episode. You can do that at the show notes at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 054. There is a player right there at the top of the page and then buttons underneath that labeled Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, subscribe on Android, and you can subscribe to the show. It's totally free and you won't miss another episode and you can stay up to date with all the great stuff going on here at Life After Sight Loss Radio. So make sure you subscribe today. And as I mentioned, guys, I love hearing from you. So if you want to know all the ways to do that, including the ones I mentioned and all my social media stuff like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and so forth, make sure to go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact and you can get in touch with me lots of different ways. You can keep up on all the stuff, including things on Facebook, which I post over there, things I don't post on the podcast or the YouTube channel. So make sure you find me everywhere across the internet so you can find lots of cool stuff here with Life After Sight Loss. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up for me this week. Hey, I just want to remind you that all the information found in today's episode is intended for educational and informational purposes only. If you're in need of professional, medical, or legal advice, please seek out a specialist in your area. Thank you so much for listening wherever you are. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.